Welcome to Changing Culture with Devin and Kim. I'm Devin. And I'm Kim. We are a husband and wife team whose heart is to transform the world from dark to light. Showing the world the heart of the Father and advancing the kingdom. Welcome to Changing Culture with Devin and Kim. I'm Devin. And I'm Kim. And today we're talk we're starting a new series on purity in marriage. And today we're kind of doing an overview on like what purity is um, mm -hmm. and really talking about how it's how although it is definitely um, like waiting and saving yourself to marriage, there's a lot more to it. And so we're going to start off with kind of summarizing the definition that we found. Yeah. Um, and this definition comes to us from BibleStudyTools.com. Um, and we'll be putting that in the description below along with all the scriptures that we talk about in this video. And so that uh, I'm not going to read this, the definition word for word. I'm kind of just going to summarize it. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it'll be down below. Um, and it does have scripture references that tie into it. Um, and those are all will be in it as well. So it's there's two different kind of definitions for it um, in the Bible because um, we're definitely looking at the biblical definition. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah. it, it changes a little bit from Old Testament to New Testament, just mostly because of the way we look at um, Christianity and stuff. And so in, in the New Testament, it, comes, it becomes more about um, moral and uh, more internal, um, whereas the Old Testament is more ritualistic and legalistic. Mm -hmm. um, so in the Old Testament, it's very much about being um, clean. And so it, in most places, it talks about it in an ethical, moral, or forensic sense. And so it says purity is opposed to being guilty. Um, it, it's generally related to guiltless, blameless, or innocent behavior. And so um, Kim will go into a little more detail on like what some of that is um, when she's going through her scriptures um, and some examples that we today would probably would not define as impure, but in the Old Testament Bible times, they definitely did. Um, and so then in the New Testament, um, there's little emphasis on ritual purity, rather the focus is is on moral purity and purification. So it, it talks about, like, for example, chastity, which obviously is more what we think of it as today. Yeah. Um, and then it also talks about innocent in one's, being innocent in one's attitude towards um, uh, other members of the church. And um, moral purity and uprightness. So just doing the right thing in general, um, basically just not sinning, um, being sinning in any way, um, is an impure thing that doesn't necessarily make you impure. You're just, it's something that you need to work on. Just like we all have something to work on. Right. Um, and purity is associated with understanding, patience, kindness, um, several other things. And you can read more about that down below. But really, it's talking about that purity is far beyond 
just waiting. It, it's more just doing the right thing in general. So that's kind of the definition. And yeah. So um, kind of like what Devin said, it's, it's so much more. And sometimes we don't think about that. I think we always think it has to do with um, whether you're a virgin when you get married or not. And, but it has to do with the whole body kind of head to toe. Um, even, you know, what are we consuming in our, in our bodies? What are we watching with our eyes? What are we listening to with our ears? What are we ingesting? Um, so obviously our, and all of that can really affect our hearts. You know, like, um, an example is if you constantly are hearing someone talk negative Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is going to go deep into your into your heart and you're going to be talking negative if you constantly hear someone that is cussing all the time you watch you will start cussing words they will just start to spew out um if you're constantly watching bad or negative or you know just not good shows you might have bad nightmares you might have um you know your thoughts might be um more negative mm -hmm. so it it all has to do with basically our attitude in our heart the condition of our heart so I just wanted to read a couple scriptures um, some of my favorites that had you know had to do with purity the first is Psalm 24 um, 3 through 4 and it says who may ascend the mountain of the Lord who may stand in his holy place the one who has clean hands and a pure heart who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. So I love that one so much because, you know, God is holy. He yeah. is so holy and he's so pure and he is perfection. And if this was definitely, you know, back in the Old Testament, but um, you had to consecrate yourself before you can, you know, go to him. And in being that um, definition, there was way more rules. And it was basically the outward appearance of the body. Even women on their menstrual cycle were considered unclean um, during that um, during that time. So it definitely had to do with the outward appearance and, and what you had to do before you could come before the Lord. Now it it's definitely more what is the condition of your heart. Yeah. Well, and like back then, it wasn't even, it was um, something people look, cared more about too. Like if you were considered unclean you were basically shunned by society in every way you weren't allowed to be around large groups of people you weren't allowed you were basically ostracized and made to be by yourself almost mm -hmm. all the time yeah another verse that i picked out is one of my favorites it's psalm 51 10 um created me a pure heart Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. So I love this one because it's definitely should be a cry of our hearts, you know, not just when we first come to Christ, but just throughout our relationship with God, because we're human and we're going to make so many mistakes. And there's so many times where I just kind of have to do a, like a self-awareness check. Like, how am I doing? And like, God creating me a pure heart. I've been messing up lately. I've been watching you know, too much TV or I've been listening to, you know, 
music, Taylor Swift, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking about Taylor Swift. It's just the first person that came to mind. But um, it's helped me create in me <laughs> a pure heart. Um, and that's something that, you know, sometimes just every once in a while, I would just pray that um, just to make sure that I'm, you know, getting back to the basics, getting back to Christ being number one in my life. Because we can get so distracted by the world and, you know, I always have a group of friends and they're like, what are you watching on Netflix? And they're watching this show and they're watching this show and they say, oh, have you seen it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, are you going to watch it? No. Are you going to watch it? No. <laughs> I, I, there's some things that I can't watch because I feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit and I'm like, uh, I can't watch that. Um, and it's not, and everyone's different, you know? Everyone yeah. is different. There's certain things that maybe you can watch that that I can't watch and, and vice versa. Um, and then the last one, which is definitely one of my favorites, and when I was picking them out, I was like, oh, this is so good. And it's from Matthew 5, 8, and it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And I was like, oh, so, it's so good because it's it's so true. And the example that I that comes to mind is when you have a pure heart and you're seeing God, things just look different. Um, an example would be like if I'm wearing a pair of glasses and they're dirty and I can't see through them, I'm not going to be able to walk straight. I'm going to be bumping into things. Um, I'm not going to know where I'm going. Um, but if I take those glasses off and clean them and put them back on, I the world is going to look different, right? It's going to look different. I'm going to be able to walk straight. And I think that's definitely um, an example or kind of shows our relationship with God. You know, even before I rededicated my life to him, I was, I was all up in the world. <laughs> I was really good at being a, of sinning. I was really good at it. And I just was not thinking about God. I thought he was way off way out there, nowhere near, and I couldn't see him and didn't even think about him when I'm making decisions. Um, when I rededicated my life to God, it was literally like I got a new set of eyes or a new pair of glasses and the world looked different. It was like I looked at people differently. I looked at myself differently. You know, my heart was, was different. I, I could feel like I said earlier, conviction if I would listen to certain music or if I would watch certain TV shows or if I would hang out with certain people. It was like my heart was changing. And that's why I like that other verse that I mentioned. God created in me a pure heart. It was totally different yeah. than my old heart. It was, it was things that were, he was shaping me to be more like him. And it, was, it happened to me real quick. The Holy Spirit was not playing around. When I reded when I rededicated my life to God, it was like, nope, you can't watch that. Nope, you you can't do that. Nope, you can't go out with friends. You're gonna read the Bible, and it was like this short period of time, and it was like a crash course where like God was changing me and teaching me how to be more like Him, and it was yeah. it was beautiful. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. So there's so much with being pure, um, and we very much encourage you guys to look up these scriptures and do your own research um, and maybe even find some other scriptures that talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, another one that I 
like is 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 22, and it says, Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands, and do not share in the sins of others. Keep mm. yourself pure. And so what I get from that one is that um, anytime that we um, are, are sinning, whether it's impure thoughts, whether it's um, sexual immorality, or if it's anything else, that's not a pure thing to do. Um, it, it doesn't necessarily make us any, it, it doesn't really, like God forgives us for all those mm. things, but it, it's kind of a great illustration that I could see is like, you're, you start off as this white piece of paper and every time that you sin, it, it's like you drop a little bit of ink on that paper and then God comes through and puts white out over it. It looks white again, but you can still tell that something was once there. You can still see that it isn't fully pure you know and so it, it's every little piece of that affects us in our lives like I know for me there's so many things that I did um, when I was younger before I really got to know God um, I mean I was a Christian most of my life but I didn't really know God for a long time and so there's so many things before I really knew God that I wish I could take back um, because they weren't good for me and they weren't good for people in general. And so we all need to strive to stay as pure as possible and to not sin. So now we're kind of going to go into some tips for couples um, that will hopefully help you guys in your in your relationships to stay pure um, and then watch for videos coming out over the next week or so um, throughout the week yeah. that will be little clips um, me or Kim just talking about um, I'll be talking to the guys about things that guys can do to help themselves stay pure mm -hmm. and kind of talk about things that are um, that guys tend to struggle with a little bit more on average. It doesn't mean that girls don't still struggle with some of those things, but it's things that we guys tend to struggle with more um, when it comes to staying pure. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll let Kim start off with the relationship part. <laughs> okay, some tips, and we've definitely been there. Uh, it's it can so be hard. so hard and such a struggle. I think definitely a big one would be communication. Mm -hmm. Make sure you guys are on the same page and communicate throughout. Um, because what I've noticed just from other couples going through this, going through kind of what we did, mm -hmm. which was waiting um, for marriage, is sometimes your boundaries and stuff can kind of change uh, from the beginning you know, holding hands and cuddling and maybe everything like that is fine. But then as the time gets closer and closer until your wedding date, maybe cuddling is not cutting. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's because you get so, you're so excited that it's almost 
you know, it's almost the wedding day. So um, make sure you're communicating throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like the more you connect emotionally, the more you have to separate yourselves right. physically so that you don't cross that boundary um, yeah. before you get married. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another one. Oh, definitely just kind of know yourself, mm-hmm. you know, know, be very self-aware of what's going to, you know, maybe push you over the edge or maybe what's not okay. Um, I've heard some couples, they don't even kiss before their wedding day yeah. just because that's what works for them and they know themselves. Um, and I think though, when you're deciding what to do or what to, what boundaries to set up, do what's best for you. Don't do something just because, oh, a whole bunch of other Christians have done yeah. it. Um, because I remember when we first dating, a whole bunch of people were like, oh my gosh, you could not kiss? And I was like, why? That's like, no, yeah. I'm not going to do it just because it's a fad thing or, or it's because some people do it and they try to make it like everyone should do it. Yeah. No, it's, no. if you need to be in prayer with God and just try to figure out what's okay for you. Some people, it's not okay because they, they know that will be a temptation. Um, for mm-hmm. us, it wasn't a temptation. But no. definitely know yourself and know what's okay. Maybe holding hands is okay for you, but for your partner, it's not. Or maybe cuddling is okay for them, but for you, it's not. Mm-hmm. But be self-aware because when you start off and you're self-aware, it will help you um, in the long run. Yeah, and be clear with the person that you're in a relationship with. Set clear boundaries and revisit them every so often. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like we said earlier, as you get more emotionally connected, it's going to be harder and harder. And so you have to, you kind of have to increase those boundaries, which is hard. That in and of itself is hard to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you've already done those things, and so you don't want to do less. (laughs) Yeah. But it, it's something that will really help you out in the long run. That's good. Um, and then another great tip is don't hang out late at night alone. Oh, yeah. Just the two of you. And don't... If, if you are people who do drink occasionally, um, don't drink just the two of you. Um, mm-hmm. Because both tiredness and alcohol can... Um, relax the inhibitions and then you will you're more likely to do the things you want that you know aren't the right thing to do Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes I think it's even just that we know that well we can we're doing that or we're tired like we weren't thinking right and you can just knowing you can say that sometimes you'll do things that you probably shouldn't because you have an excuse yeah. and it really in th- there's no excuse. So just do whatever you can to make sure you're not in that situation where maybe you yeah. um, <laughs> kind of let yourself take that step. Um, also, just having someone um, holding each other accountable, yeah, um, which, which goes back to those setting boundaries. And then 
Um, make sure that each of you have someone that you can talk to that you really trust. Right. Um, that will help you, that you talk to them and ask them to keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. And um, make sure that they understand what you're looking for. What you want to have is someone that will every so often, maybe once a week, maybe depending on you, you may need it more, maybe less. Yeah. Um, just come to you and be like, so how are you doing with staying pure in your relationship? And then I, I think that helps a lot because none of us want to be like, you know, I really messed up. Yeah. But, and, and so just having that person that's there for you, but you know, loves you and isn't going to judge you for it, but mm-hmm. will do everything they can to help you just go through that. And just having that person is huge. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think um, one thing that's really important to keep in mind is, you know, we're human. We make mistakes. We definitely make mistakes. But it's don't beat yourself up either. Because that can just, that can put a lot of pressure on the relationship and actually, um, you know, not in the best. So just make sure that you give yourself grace. Okay. Give yourself grace. Give your uh, partner grace. And just, like I said earlier, stay in prayer, you know, and if you need to, like we said, readjust boundaries or maybe only hang out in group settings. You know, you just kind of have to yeah, you play around with, you know, the boundaries and like what's working, what's not working. Um, but do not beat yourself up. This is definitely a process and you will get through it. You will. So just, yeah. you know, stay positive. Yeah. Stay positive and keep at it. It's something we're all capable of. We just need to put the right things in place to help us. Yeah, just priorities. But it's definitely worth it. Yes. Um, (laughs) Definitely worth it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so our next video will be... We'll tell you a little preview. So it's going to just be for our just people out there that are single right now and just how to be content during that season. Cause it can either be the best, um, season of your life. It definitely, I had a blast, um, just being single and definitely that's the time where God was like training me and don't do this. And, it was, and that was the season when I was single. He really shaped me up for this guy, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it can be the best season of your life or it can be the longest, horrible season yeah. of your life. It depends on your mindset and your attitude. Yep. I definitely experienced the second one at one point. <laughs> um, and so, like, I definitely at one point was not content in being single. I wanted to be married. Like, by the time I graduated high school, I wanted, I was already wanting to get married. And I... Mm. I almost, I came close to marrying the wrong person just because I wanted to get married. And so you got to learn to be content in your singleness so that you can give yourself time to find that right person because that matters way more than just getting married, marrying that right person. Um, It's huge. (laughs) And I am so thankful for people in my life that really made me realize that I, that the person I was, the people I 
was with before I met Kim were not right for me. Because um, if I hadn't, I wouldn't have met and married this amazing <laughs> woman that is like a dream come true. Oh. <laughs> so that video will be super exciting. So look out for that because we'll definitely yep. share more about what we went through. Um, so that will be exciting. That will be next Friday. Yeah, that'll yeah. come out next Friday. Um, and again, keep out, keep a lookout for the sm shorter videos. Mm -hmm. um, they'll probably be around like one or two minutes um, where it'll, we'll come out with those every so often um, going forward for until we get through them all um, of just tips and tricks for helping you stay pure in every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, I yeah. think that's about it. Yeah, make so, sure you like, comment, and subscribe, subscribe and share. <laughs>